Hello, and welcome to this School to the Pool podcast. It's been a while, but today I've got something that's pretty good. Um, for school, there was a flash fiction writing contest, and you know what? didn't have much better to do, so I wrote something, and it won the competition. So I would like to share that piece of writing on this podcast. So please... Won't be long. It's only 980 words, as it is a flash fiction piece. So please get yourself a nice, quick, edible snack. Get yourself hydrated, and let's enjoy this tra- uh, roller coaster, I guess. Final charge. John sat in his trench, cleaning his rifle. It helped to take his mind away from the mud, lice, and the melancholy that he felt. Not sounds, however for they no longer annoyed him. It was a cloudy spring day, casting shadows on the shell-torn trees, uneven ground, and a ruined house a field away. Disturbed dirt resided in front, declaring the presence of an enemy trench, the bane of my existence, John thought. Two soldiers walked by, clad in mud-stained brown. Their mouths were moving excitedly, but John could not hear what they were saying. There had not been an enemy assault for weeks, It was almost as if the war was winding down, John mused internally. Then again, we said that for the last four years. He began to whistle a tune, but nobody else returned it. Suddenly, dirt flew into the air in the distance, far behind the trench. More bombardment, John thought. He reloaded his rifle at a faster rate, silently watching the bullets enter. Memories came back to him, the time he got this rifle, when he first arrived at the front. Looking down the trench, he saw comrades playing cards, smoking or sleeping. Don't they know what's going on? John whined silently. After all of these years fighting, and they're going to get me killed today. Sunlight shined off of a dull metal on John's chest. Given to those who fought since the beginning, John is one of the few remaining who wears one. I need to continue on to see this through, John thought, for those who did not make it. An officer stumbled into the trench. His officer uniform was not stained. Instead, it looked ready for a formal ceremony, something that John had not been to since his ordeal at the front began. Or a court-martial, John opined silently with a smirk. The officer walked past a cranny where John sat, holding a piece of paper towards the officer bunker, his mouth open, and the next... Men down the trench opened theirs in response, guns in the air. It was almost a celebration, but for what? Was the war not still going on? John seethed silently. Teeth from smiles stood out like stars in the unending backdrop of dirt. John could not hear what the officer said to create this reaction. Dirt continued to fly into the air in the distance. Sunlight began to penetrate the armor of the clouds, chasing the shadows of the battlefield away. Soldiers began to stand up, bringing the trench to life. They crowded against the edge, as if they were getting ready to go over the top, armed only with smiles and tired eyes. John stood up and moved to the edge, holding his rifle. Mud splattered against his boots. He looked to his officers, waiting for the order to go over the top. His comrades did the same. The officer exited the bunker and blew his whistle silently. 
looked up, John clambered over the top. No one followed him except a piece of paper. Confusion grew on his face as he ran. This is what he saw his comrades do many times before. Then why not this time? John pushed the thought away and pushed forward, like the good soldier he was that survived so far. Running through gaps and barbed wire, diving into craters, and staying low was now habit. We, no I, took them by surprise, John thought triumphantly. He did not hear the sounds of, of bullets whizzing by. The ruined house grew into focus as John continued his charge. Bullet holes and broken windows became visible alongside two human faces. Fearing for his life, John dived into a foxhole. Mud flew off of his face as he gripped the ground for his rifle. What to do next, John contemplated. The rest of the soldiers must have gone over the top by now. After all, the officer was right there. Sealing himself for his final dash, John took a drink from his battered canteen. Stale water flowed down his throat. John went over the top. Looking at the house, John saw two faces. It was now close enough to make to see their faces. Two faces of confusion and dismay looked back. Hands waved like that of a traffic conductor waving John to the side. John got close enough to see one of them grab something. John felt himself fall to the ground. Looking up, a sad and tired face stared back. John turned around slowly to look at his trench and saw the outline of faces staring back. A piece of paper fluttered next to John. He read it and felt a tear slide down his cheek, taking dirt with it as it trickled down. The wind picked up and carried the paper, reading, The war is over. Armistice signed with it. John saw the shadows of the two men in the trench walk away from him. One shadow had hands on his face, with what must have been tears falling from them. And the other shadow patted his accompanying shadow on the back. Soon the shadows disappeared completely, leaving the sun to shine down on John. A group of John's comrades ran towards him. What they should have done with me, John thought bitterly as he struggled for air. Mud splashed into the air as they ran. When they arrived, melancholy took over their faces. John watched the officer look at him and turn around, his mouth moving and speaking no words that John could hear. A soldier stepped towards the officer with a paper with a red cross on it. The officer read it and sunk into the ground, letting the paper go. Wind carried it to John, who would read what would be the last image he ever saw. John Gunfer, death from shell explosion.